Do you have something inspiring to say? Have you always known that your voice can contribute to the world? Is now the time? Yes, now is the time. The world is waiting for you. Welcome to the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. Today, we have an inspiring guest who is ready to share their voice with the world. Now, on to the show. Welcome, everyone, to another fabulous episode of the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on the Inspired Choices Network, where we shine the light on an amazing individual in the world, creating greater, bringing their knowing, bringing their voice to the world, and actually making a contribution that without them, the world would not be the same. So I'm so excited today to have another beautiful guest, and my guest is Myola Woods. Today we're going to be talking about knowing your arousal, living a sensual and orgasmic life. How does it get any better than that? Before I bring Myola on officially, you can hear her. Of course, she's right here with me. But I'd like to tell you a little bit about her. Myola Woods is a pioneer with courage who bravely speaks about the things that make most of us uncomfortable. I hear that. <laughs> Myola specializes in teaching individuals and couples the art of connection, creating and cultivating the choice of arousal to deepen intimacy, sensation, and pleasure. As a sexual being, mother of four teenagers, and pleasure enthusiast, Myola appreciates the time constraints, daily and social pressures that can play havoc on our erotic lives. Myola teaches ways to explore and enhance your lovemaking in everyday life using techniques and practices that can turn you and your life on, taking your intimate life from ordinary to extraordinary. Have the orgasms you have read and dreamed about. You deserve them. <laughs> Myola is an author, a certified sexology body worker, and somatic sex educator with extensive experience in education, body work, and energetics. So if you've had enough of mediocre, ready for change and desiring intimacy, connection, and arousal, stop wishing and hoping and start now. You can connect Myola. Connect with Myola at Myola, that's M-Y-O-L-A, at eroticcoaching.com.au, and also her website, eroticcoaching.com.au. Welcome to the show, Myola. Well, thank you very much, Christine. It's a beautiful <laughs> welcome. Thank you. You're so welcome. And Myola, is, uh, you live and work and play in Australia, correct? I do, I do. I'm about an hour south of the Harbour Bridge and the Opera House. Oh, wonderful. Wow, what a beautiful place in the world. That is so wonderful. I'm so glad we were able to find a time that worked for us to connect because, of yes. course, I'm yes. on the other side of the world. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Myla, yes. tell us about your body of work. And I... You know, I'm sure that there's going to be so many questions coming up. And if you're listening live and you'd love to join us in the chat room and ask your own questions, please do come over to InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Click on the menu bar where it says chat room and come on in and uh, let's enjoy this next hour with uh, this wonderful conversation. So, Myola, talk to us about this body of work. Where, How did you get started in this? I got started in this, I've done lots of uh, bodies of work and you know, uh, sexual energy. I've probably, 
I was probably a little bit naughty as a child, I think. If I look back, I was a bit <laughs> naughty. And um, I always wanted, thought there was more. And that, oh, you know, it, it did get me into uh, into trouble at times. And, you know, and people often said to me, well, you know, can't you just be happy with what you have? And it's like just, you know, um, but I had this sense that there was more. And I could see things and knew things much more than I was probably supposed to as a child. And so that led me on a path of wondering what happened to sexual energy and kundalini energy and how it got, that's sort of where I started in the energetics of how it was trapped and how it was, um, how did trauma get kept in the body and what was, what happened when our life force, you know, the energy that got us here, like what happened when that, when that was blocked, when that was, you know, kept hidden, what was happening? So I've always sort of had that, that desire, that drive to find out, well, what else is there? And in amongst that, I also realized that I could have very wonderful energetic experiences, but honing them into a physical experience with a partner was a little, I was diff- more difficult for me. So, I I guess went on a journey of bringing those, you know, bringing the spiritual and the body together. And now I, you know, I get to choose my own arousal and I get to choose whether I have orgasms or or 20 or none. I get to, I get to have that. So that's my, that's what interests me in being here is to share that I know the experience of, you know, not being able to kind of harness orgasmic energy and sensations to be able to feel them physically or to, you know, harness them enough to have a climax. Mm-hmm. So where where did you begin? How did you do your research in this? I mean, I, I'm assuming you did a lot of personal self-discovery with your own body. <laughs> yes, lots of practice, lots of personal practice, yes. Um, hours and hours, hours and hours of practice, yes. Um, but both, you know, solo and, you know, partnered, like, cause what we, you know, where did I start? I started, I started with wanting to know, I knew that there must have been more and I knew that there must have been a way to get it. And for much of what I've done is I've had a few, a couple of different teachers but I've taken my own meditation, my own yoga, my own education. I'm an educator, I suppose, and a body worker by trade. And I, so those two fields have really kept, I've always stayed with them. And I'm not that I'm dying or anything, and I've still got journeys to go, but those two themes, the body work and the educator, has really stayed with me. And now I bring that together in teaching people intimacy and relationships and and really I've sort of narrowed it right down to because I think as mammal we're not taught these skills we're not taught how to have relationships we're not taught how to be intimate together we're you know we're not um, we're just not taught we're not educated but we're expected to know. And so what I would like to do is shift that paradigm and educate people so that um, I can you know, empower other people to not put up with, not tolerate having bad orgasms or not having no orgasms. 
Right. Okay, so something you said right at the beginning kind of popped, and I kind of I'm kind of getting some questions in my head, uh, picking up some questions from from other people. Is and now this might sound very strange, but how do we know? How does one know that the orgasms that we are having are kind of bland, are kind of less than the possibilities? Like, I mean, I get it personally that there was a time that it changed for me, but I can imagine someone listening to our conversation Mm -hmm. and going, well, I think everything's fine, but we don't know what we don't know. It's very true. We don't know what we don't know. And people often say to me, I'm fine. And so, yes, it's that description of what is fine. And I suppose if you have a range of arousal or a range of orgasms, like if we talk in frequencies, orgasm is a frequency. So in theory, we we could have an orgasm in our elbows. We could have an orgasm in our toes. We could have an orgasm in our knees. And you know, even if we just go with ordinary orgasms, I call them ordinary. But if we, you know, where are you? I guess the question could be: Well, where are your orgasms? Are they centralised in the genitals? Are they? Are you having a full body orgasm? Are you having uh, genital full body orgasms and energetic orgasms as well? Are you having uh, orgasms? what uh you know so the expanding the variety i mean i'm I'm sure there's not ever bad orgasms but what i and the intensity so are they are they lasting only a few seconds could they last 20 seconds could they last a minute so i suppose those are the questions we could ask ourselves about well where are my orgasms are they lasting a couple of seconds am i am i only having one during my time of intimacy, am I am I having twenty? Am I having multiples? Am I? So I suppose the, the questions we can ask is, you know, the intensity, the, you know, how many, and then the, you know, the sensations. Are they kind of located generally? Are they expanded? Or when they are, are they, you know, full body soul experiences? Those are fabulous questions. <laughs> and and I would imagine that if if people are not familiar with the possibilities, these questions might actually blow them away. <laughs> like never imagined yeah. that yeah. this could be going on. Then are you talking about um female specific or are you talking about both men and women? Oh, I'm talking about yeah, all people. Um yeah, all people, all genders, all yeah, males and females, and you know, I think we get, um, without getting distracted too much, but we get a little bit focused on, you know, women have orgasms and men ejaculate, whereas, you know, we both, all gender, we're both, we're more similar than we're different in a lot of senses, and we could, both of us can do both, or all of us can do both, So, and we could separate ejaculation and orgasm out for men, um, and sometimes that is a... a a very new concept for some men to to get that that their ejaculation and their orgasm can be two different things um and that takes practice that takes a lot of practice to be able to have the orgasm feeling and sensation without ejaculating for them and I would imagine in in our society currently it's the flip side if i'm if I'm generalizing it's the flip side for women 
women are more easier to have the uh, the orgasmic sensations, but they're not. We don't. We're not told that we can ejaculate. So I think that that's the the two mirroring paradigms that we have. Right. <laughs> you must have the most amazing conversations with people. I, I have amazing conversations with people that are willing, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the telltale. How many people are actually willing to go into this area? Has it has it been um, a bit of a climb for you, uh, Myola, to have these conversations, to kind of bring this body of work um, into the public? It has. And one of the things that I do, I think I do really well, is bring it, I I kind of I look relatively normal and I speak in language that even though I use some you know technical words I speak in a language that is you know I have four children uh, my language is fairly you know simple and I can speak I can certainly speak R rated as well but I can also speak relatively G rated so that everyone everyone can get their message and my biggest thing is that you know this is a normal part of our lives. And we really shouldn't be hot. We, we we could choose to not hide it away, and we could choose to have more of these conversations, so that we are because we we live with our stories in our heads that we think we're the only person that's ever done this or that. And really, when we talk start talking about it, where everyone has the same stories, really. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. We didn't get here by mystery. <laughs> we all got here the same way. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> which still, uh, you know, I've had these conversations with my 93-year-old mother, who's the mother of 11. <laughs> she still doesn't want to talk wow. about it. <laughs> which wow. Which cracks me off. Wow. I'm like, okay, mom, <laughs> we we won't talk about the fact that you've had 11 children and how we got here. <laughs> the lights were off. It doesn't count. Yes. 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 Exactly. Okay, well, we're just getting started with this fabulous conversation, and it's time to go for our first break of the show. Um, When we come back, Mayola, I would love for you to um, maybe walk us through how we can start to go on this path of having more of the orgasmic living and um, what what our um, listeners can expect or look forward forward to when they're actually connecting and working with you so everyone stay tuned we'll be returning right after this short commercial break where we're going to be talking with myola woods and we're going to be talking more about living and knowing your arousal living a sensual and orgasmic life stay tuned everyone we'll be right back do you have something inspiring to say would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. 
Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have a wonderful guest in the Open Mic Spotlight show, Mayola Woods. And before we went to break, we were actually talking about how she began and what are some of the challenging conversations or where they begin. So, Mayola, I would love to hear about where where someone begins to create more of this or arousal and orgasmic and and the sensuality of living um where would you invite somebody who's so green to this where would you invite them to begin to explore okay so beginning is is just that we begin and if we're very green actually it's the same it's the same sense for everyone is often it's the first step is to slow down and to slow down enough that we can actually feel our bodies, notice the sensations in our bodies, feel what's what's happening. And often what actually happens is if we become aroused, we often go faster and we lose track of what's happening when we move very fast. If we slow down and we follow the sensations in the body and we follow the pleasure in the body when we follow our arousal in the body because we actually need both nervous systems to we need our parasympathetic nervous system which is our relaxed you know in tune with the universe you know chilled um, part of us and we also need our sympathetic nervous system which is our fight and flight but we need our arousal we need that parasympathetic nervous system to kick in so that we can be relaxed and so that we can actually notice what's happening so that our, you know, and I'm going to get a little bit technical here, and but also what happens with our, when our parasympathetic nervous system kicks in is our genitals can engorge and when our genitals are engorged, often we feel more. So the more blood flow we can get to our to our genitals, the more often we can the more often we can we can feel the sensations, we can notice sensations and we can then start to have you know, and this is a slow process for most of us who haven't who have never taken any consideration of our bodies. You know, 
and often we override our bodies with lots of things. We override it with food, we override it with exercise, we override it in the cold, we override it with the clothes we choose, we tell it we're going to wear this, you know, this dress or this. So in instance, it can be the unlearning of all of those behaviours as well and really slowing down so that we can notice what's happening. Oh, that's so cool. That's so cool. I mean, just you explaining that, I, I can I can imagine that people will be more in touch with um, the invitation they can be to what their body can experience, mm-hmm. as opposed to just getting mm-hmm. it on. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I work with a lot of women who have lost their mojo, and you know, one of the things that they come to me with is they they kind of feel bad that. That they don't, uh, they don't feel aroused anymore. And, and I, and I give them permission to not feel aroused. It's a bit difficult to feel aroused when you're running around all the time and you've got, you, you might have a new baby and you're doing the housework and you have a job and you need to put dinner on the table and you need to, have, you know, do lists and all those things that, you know, sometimes as women we tend to do. But while we're doing all those things, arousal is very difficult. And it's, so first of all, I kind of give them permission that your body's not going to get aroused like that. And mm-hmm. they nearly have a, like a breath out, like a, like a, like a realization of, wow, you know, that's not, actually, that's not going to happen. Wow, that's, I, and it, it looks, it's like a penny drops so or the light turns on that I, I need to do something different. I need to mm-hmm. give myself space to actually want to be aroused or even the space to even know that arousal is possible mm-hmm. when, we're, when we're busy in our heads when we're busy in, even for me like I would consider myself now to be you know an orgasm queen or um, but if I was searching for an orgasm or I was trying to want one or trying to if I was in my head trying to create one it's, it doesn't happen for me either. I have to, you know, the, the orgasms need to come from the body. And so if we, if, even for myself, you know, if I, if my head takes over. And, and I think that we also, we have, you know, we tend to have orgasm scarcity, I think is what I would call it. <laughs> and, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> Where we think we're only going to get one. I, I work with a lot of women and so there's they they the the story that they have in their head, so they're replaying this to me, so is oh well, um is it is it too late, is it too early, is it am I gonna is this the right time, is this not the right time? Oh, don't move if you move I'm gonna lose it, I'm gonna uh, uh, yeah. Um I thought that was all we that did that. No, 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 I don't think so. I think everyone does it equally. Um, and I know we're giggling and we're, we're, we're taking it light, but you know, I suppose when, you know, for people in that situation who don't, you know, they're only, they, in their minds, they've only got this one chance. They've only got one, one scene, one play to have their orgasm. And if, if it doesn't happen and something moves or, I don't know, the moment loses or whatever, which often happens because they're in, the, in their mind trying to construct something, right. then then they have this scarcity. 
And, you know, I often tell them, well, well, I don't know what, why do you think it has to be that scarce? Could you not have an orgasm before you take your clothes off? Or could you not have three? Like, what? And then you couldn't, you actually, you know, as foreplay, if we wanted to describe it like that, could you not have another couple? And then enduring actual intercourse, if we call it that, could you not have some more? And then, you know, maybe when you're finished or when you decide to finish, however that is, could you not have some aftershocks as the body is still kind of alive? And and that is like a paradigm shift for people, that from the scarcity to an abundance of orgasms is is a big shift. Wow. So... Okay. I'm sorry. My mind is still absorbing all of this as, as you're communicating with people. Um, what What's the next step what, once you invite them into that possibility? What's the next step to take them um, into this more orgasmic? And how do, we, how do we take this orgasm in the body to our orgasmic living? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great question. Um, so if... When we slow down and when we notice what the body is feeling, then often we can have uh, orgasms with the wind, you know, blowing against our necks or brushing our hair against our necks or our, the, you know, our fabric brushing against our skin. We can also, uh, when we're eating, you know, and and in this moment I'm talking about food. So when we're eating food, we could, you know, we we could be um, having, you know, having pleasure and noticing that arousal in the body, and and taking that orgasmicness. I mean, that is the energy that, or the, you know, this is how we got here. For most, I know there's you know, there's IVF now, but you know, for most of us, it's that, and it's the same energy that created us we could live our lives in that creation energy of orgasmicness um in you know our kundalini our prana however you wanted to so it's you know, I guess slowing down and noticing what what is what is possible and notice noticing how things how the body is feeling it all really comes back to the body noticing what's happening and some of the practices i give my clients often feel like the, you know, Mr. Miyagi's, you know, from Karate Kid. They feel like the wax on, wax off, <laughs> uh, or the paint, the paint, the paint, paint the fence, paint the fence. Like, and they do feel like a little bit like that. And because they're kind of, you know, they're simple, but they're, you know, it's repetition that creates the new neurological pathways in our brain that creates new sensations and new wiring in our bodies. So yes, it's a when we first begin, it's a lot like that wax on, wax off, and then it is as we as we progress together, it's a it is a little bit like that moment um, when the karate kid gets it, and he all of a sudden he realizes that this is not he hasn't been waxing the car and painting the fence, he's been learning. So in my instance, you know, learning how to how to breathe, learning how to move, learning how to touch, learning how to notice, learning, learning how to be curious. Because often as adults, we don't allow ourselves to be that. We have to get it right and we have to know how to do everything. Where when we're, but when we're in, 
when we want to be more aroused and we want to be more orgasmic and we want to be more sensual, then there's a playfulness and a curiosity and a fun that needs to kind of happen with that. Well, it happens naturally. As soon as we start asking the questions of, you know, what else is possible and we start asking, well, what if I move this way and what if I did more pressure and what if I had less pressure and what if I breathe differently? Then once we start asking those questions, fun and lightness usually automatically comes in. Hmm. Wow, um, my brain is in so many directions right now. <laughs> I don't even know where to go. Like I know it's like... Okay, yeah, and that and this. So this is a fabulous conversation. We do have, I know um, you have a special gift that you're going to be sharing with all the listeners, and mm -hmm. um, I'm going to tease them and tell them we're going to tell them all about that ah. after our next commercial break because we love them okay. hanging around. So if you are listening to us live or you are listening in the replay, you're going to be able to take advantage of this wonderful gift. So you definitely want to listen in and, and check out this replay, um, the uh, information in the replay. We will have we will have all of her lovely, juicy gifts for you um, there. But until then, um, we are going to continue with our conversation. And um, if you have mm -hmm. any questions, please put them in the chat room. And if there's anything that's popping into your mind, Mayola, that they may be asking or, or some of the common questions that you have from from your clients or people you speak with, please please let me know. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, awesome. We'll be uh, going to our second break now. And when we get back, we'll be sharing the wonderful gift with you. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. I have a wonderful guest, Mayola Woods, and today we are talking about knowing your arousal, 
living a sensual and orgasmic life. So before we went to the commercial break, we were teasing them, Mayola, about the special gift yes. that you're going to be giving them. So would you like to share that yes. with all our anticipating listeners? <laughs> so this is this is one of my favorite ebooks that I put together. It's the five principles of sacred lovemaking. So it's put together with the ideas it's it's a simple practical book that or a little book that um enables you to begin the deepening of your relationship you know you can grow into intimacy and you can you know connect with love we all we all want more of that we all want to discover the ways that we can you know be more vulnerable with our lover that we can you know, that we can encourage them, we can encourage ourselves to go deeper. And I think that happens, you know, in long-term relationships that sometimes we forget that they need nurturing and they need encouragement as well. And they don't have, you know, the hormones of the of the beginning relationship, so they need to be nurtured and cared for. So the five principles, to give you a bit of a tease, the five principles are presence and patience and practice, and pleasure, and passion. Well, for mm. me, those are the five, you know, the five elements that keep a relationship juicy and alive. Mm. I love what you say about your book on your website. Learn techniques to transform your lovemaking from ordinary to extraordinary. Discover how to mm -hmm. make time for each other and your relating, and enhance your skills to take your intimate life to a new level of succulence together. Okay, I don't know about mm. anybody else, but I'm ready to read that right now. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely yes. fabulous. Well, aren't we all lucky that we get a taste of that today? Wow. <laughs> That's fabulous. Now, you've also written a book, is that correct, Mila? I have written a book. I've written. Uh, I've just released my new book, and it's called "It's an Inside Job: Twelve Seductive Secrets to Your Arousal." Mm. And it goes, yeah, it goes through twelve different. I share twelve different secrets, and and there's a bonus one as well. But the twelve different secrets, and basically the book I've been able to bring together my spiritual life, my educator, my, you know, somatic sex education, my body work and put it together with so that there's a most like the book has step by step guides for both solo people and partnered people because I you know, I have a sense that our erotic lives, our sensual lives, our intimate lives begin with us. And so the practices are there so that we can be all nice and juicy and succulent and then take that to someone else instead of expecting someone else to bring that to us. So that, right. and then when we, if two people were playing from that paradigm of being juicy and succulent themselves, then that's a, that's a different, that's a different ball game that we're playing. We're playing <laughs> in a, it's a, it's a very different connection. Yes. Now, yes. now were, were you about to say we're playing in the big leagues then? <laughs> <laughs> yes, everything's a pun. I know every, everything's a pun in, in this work. It's great. It's fantastic. Well, you have must have a lot. 
Yeah, I, I was going to say, you must be finding that you're in that space. And so I guess one of my questions is, if you have, if, if someone has a partner that mm-hmm. is either um, not interested or feeling overwhelmed, I guess, you know, when you were talking about mm-hmm. women, and certainly I've been there myself where the day-to-day of kids and life and, you know, the house and the food and all that just just took yeah. every bit of ounce of energy. When you have someone that is in that space, whether it's the male or the female in in the partnership or the other partner, mm-hmm. whether it's the same-sex partnership, how do you... Sure. How can you invite them into showing them that having this orgasmic relationship with their body can actually contribute to their life in other ways? Like, what are the benefits for this, for our our busy, crazy lives? Well, benefits for living a more sensuous and orgasmic life is, you know, we get to experience life as a sensual being and noticing and we're not just kind of running around like a like a mouse on a wheel but we also get to we often often it you know invokes you know feelings of joy and happiness and fun and laughter and it usually we feel better in our bodies you know it doesn't you know it doesn't matter what size or shape our bodies are often when we're loving and nurturing in our bodies and you know and practicing with our bodies we feel better in our bodies and you know usually and often that translates to looking better and people commenting wow you've changed your hair or you know that's usually what people say you've changed your hair um or that dress looks lovely today and really it's it's that it's that inside out. We've, we're moving, we're moving and loving our inside of our body. We're changing, and so it's transformation our outside life. And people behave differently. So often our relationships become deeper and more, you know, not just relationships with our with our partners, but also relationships with our families and our children and our colleagues because we are more comfortable. We are often more confident, and uh, and. And that translates out into the world of how we operate with everyone. I think that's hmm. part of some of the benefits. Hmm. Right, right. Um, wh- how, how do you find... Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, the conversation of, of somebody, there's a, there's a lot of dynamics in that if one partner is very interested and the other partner is not, there's, there's a quite a few dynamics in there often. And often... You, um, you know, and depending on what's going on, like if, if someone's just, you know, if there's a newborn baby or if there's something actually going on, sometimes there's usually what I notice is there's something not being spoken about. There's some emotional disconnection happening. There's some, and that, I mean, people sometimes aren't consciously, consciously know that that's what's happened. But usually when I work with people that are at two extremes, it's often that there is something that is underlying that that is stopping the connection because even most of us most of us don't necessarily care so much if there's you know if we we've narrowed it down to just intercourse most of us are wanting that 
that connection and that intimacy and we're, we're usually wanting more than just just that intercourse as well so we want to expand our repertoire and expand our uh understanding of what is what is intimacy and i do a lot of teaching in techniques and skills and you know um one one comes to mind where you know i teach a we start off with calling it a hand you know a, you know a hand job really and where we go to in the course of the workshop is a sacred cock massage and often what happens is the beginning people are people are a little bit oh well i just give a hand job just for it to be over with quickly bar done and you know the best thing about a hand job is when it's finished and when we talk about when we move into feeling sensations and when we go into feeling pleasure and we go into, you know, this is nearly like a sacred meditative space and if you're connected with your partner both at a heart level and a sexual level, you know, when you're giving, you know, a gentle massage, whether it be male or female, that is a totally different paradigm to give and receive from. So that expands our repertoire of intimacy and connection and vulnerability. And I, I have a sense, not that I'm saying we all want to have you know genital massage, but I have a sense that when we expand our repertoire beyond intercourse, that's what we're actually looking for. Hmm. It's it's that connection. It's that mm. vulnerability with another person. Mm. And even yeah. with ourselves. And the, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, because often, often, yeah, we don't want to be vulnerable with us. We never, never loan anyone, <laughs> never loan anyone else. Yes. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's it's very very interesting. So when someone is working with you, Mayola, what what does that look like? What are the um, do you have different uh, ways that people can work with you, both private and and public? Yes. Yes, I do have a few different ways people can work with me. I do uh, on online programs. So sometimes people see me face-to-face and they come and we do different work when we're working face-to-face. And I also have online programs that are you know 12 weeks long and six months long. What I find is that people need, well, people, we all need that support and that encouragement and that accountability of practicing and really changing the neurological pathways from you know the old ways of you know you know fast and furious in mm-hmm. whatever whether that be our our lives and to to really being slow and sensual and soulful that actually takes time so I work with people uh now giving them time to integrate that and so that it beca- so that their life changes so that it's sustainable so I work with singles and I work with couples is my is is who I usually work with. Okay. And and do you also have like do you go to do um public speaking? Do you put on large events as well? Mhm. Uh yes, I, I speak at expos. I'm part of I I run workshops. I go to festivals. I'm yeah, I'm very involved in the community. Yeah, I mean, I I, we'll we'll talk to anyone who'll listen. Really, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so do you travel, uh, have you ever traveled to North America uh, to put on any conversations, talks about about your amazing work? Uh, would you like to invite me? I would love to come. I'm, 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 I'm talking to someone about 2018 doing, doing some work over in the, in the States. So. Fabulous. Mm. Well, keep us, keep us abreast of everything that you're doing. I would love to, I would love to know what you're doing and, and where, where we can actually, you know, maybe once you've get that, um, you get that set up, then we can have you back on the show and we can talk about that and let everybody know where, where oh, to right. expect you. <laughs> Fabulous. Yes. Okay. So, um, I guess be, I, I have a question, and I, I just want to put it out there, mm-hmm. and then we can we're going to go for our final break of the show. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, just to really invite everybody into this question, so I would love to know what the most common question is that you come across, um, and 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 what is it that uh, is triggering that question whatever that question is because I don't I have yep. no idea what it is but that's what just jumped into mm-hmm. my mind so mm-hmm. before before um we leave uh for the show for today we're going to we're going to get that uh question uh brought forward and I'm sure that Myola is going to be sharing much more with us so stick around everyone we're going to take our last break and we'll be right back after this short commercial break Do you have something inspiring to say? Would you like a taste of being one of our inspired hosts? Get on the air on the Inspired Choices Network Open Mic Spotlight Show. The Open Mic Spotlight Show is your time to shine and inspire our global audience. Shows air at 9 a.m. on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday each week. Claim your spot today. Simply contact our network owner at info at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Forget the days of five minutes of fame. Now you can have 55 minutes of fame. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You are listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Show here on Inspired Choices Network. To call in and ask questions, call 815-880-8255 in the U.S., 613-800-8736 in Canada, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking around with us today and my wonderful guest, Mayola Woods. And Mayola, before we went for break, I did ask the question, mm-hmm. is what's the most common question or questions that you actually receive with your body of work? Yes, yeah, so there are two questions that I often get asked. And the first one is, you know, well, how do I enjoy sex more? That's And that's a broad question, but often people, you know, because they are tired and they've lost their mojo or they have pain so often 
women, I'm going to say women, but women in particular, sometimes they have pain in their pelvis or they've had, you know, stitches from births or where they've had you know, scar tissue or there's a there's kind of a lot involved with women. Um, and so sometimes they don't enjoy sex or they can only enjoy it in one position in one they have a limited range of how it might it might happen and often that is because of you know uh pain some sort of discomfort or and I've worked with a number of of women with this and in like their symptoms are a bit different but the big heading is I'm not enjoying sex and in each case we've worked on going into the body and finding out what what is what is causing the discomfort what is causing and and we often we keep a lot of beliefs you know whether they come from society or whether they come from our religious backgrounds or whether they come from our families so sometimes you know our pelvises you know I think well, I think that in society I think it's okay to speak about you know, my shoulder um, stores, you know, too much mm. responsibility or our knees, you know, um, you know, not willing to bend or not willing, you know, how, I think I think we're kind of at the space where that's a common knowledge. And, mm-hmm. but our, for, for some reason, we seem to think our pelvises, our pelvic floor and our genitals, they're totally different. <laughs> they, <laughs> they're off, they're off topic. Yeah, they, they they don't store anything. But that's not what I have found. What I have found is they are like the rest of our bodies, and and often they carry the beliefs, you know, that you know you shouldn't have sex before you get married, or pleasure is not really. You shouldn't have pleasure. Pleasure is no good. Pleasure is the you know, uh, you know, you have too much pleasure, and you know, or there'll be tears. You know, there'll be tears for all this laughing. There's you know, you can't, all of these society or bodies, you know, only, you know, only these people look sexy, only these people are allowed to have pleasure. All of those things, or shame, beliefs, all of those things, all of those, you know, patterns seem to get stuck in our pelvis, our genitals. And so a lot of the time when I'm working with the body and working with the person, we're moving those beliefs. Uh, or if, you know, I guess we uncover them and realize, wow, okay, that's not actually what I believe anymore, and I can choose to move on from that. And you, you know, sometimes the process is a little bit uh, deeper than that, depending on what it is. But that's and so usually after they have worked through that that deep transformational work, they often feel more in their genitals because often they're numb. Um, so they mm. feel more sensations and when we feel more sensations we become more aroused and we feel more sensations and we become more aroused and we feel more sensation and and often then that leads to really uh, quality orgasms and intense orgasms. So, you know, people often see me and they're having pain and then they move along the ladder and having no pain during sex and that is a big milestone for if you were having pain to, mm-hmm. you know, actually having quality orgasms. So that is, but it takes a huge a, jump. You know, it takes, yeah, it is a very, yeah, it's a big jump. Well, you know, that, that, that's phenomenal. I mean, we've, we, we all have our own personal stories. And, um, one of the things that I think you, you've really touched on is that we all do desire to have 
greater experience in our bodies and greater sex lives, whether we realize it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And how much are the bodies actually screaming for this? Yes. yes. You know, yes. Their, 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 their beings may not think that they desire it, and their bodies are like, seriously? <laughs> Could we have some more I mean, on a, Yeah, I mean, on a, if we even went to just a, like a fundamental science level, we're mammals. And so we love connection. We love that. That's what you know. That's what mammals do. Right. So even on a real basic level, we we want it. We desire it. Right. And so Absolutely. and so the other question I get asked all the time is, we've been together a long time. How do we keep it hot? How do we, you right. know, how do we how do we keep it alive? And so that's the second question I get asked a lot. And for me, it is, you know, actually spending time, investing in our relationships. And I'm not, I'm still, I'm, you know, sometimes I still don't work society out. Like if we have a, if we bought a house together and, you know, after 10 or 15 years, uh, if we had done nothing to the house, we would be saying, look, it needs a paint job and it probably needs, at least it needs new curtains and it needs, but it probably is getting close to needing a new bathroom and a new kitchen. But, and we just take that for granted that we've been here a long time and it needs a spruce up and it needs, but our relationship, we don't seem to invest the same amount of time and money and quality into it. And we seem to get offended. Well, you know, if my partner says to me, well, I think we might need to go and do a course or, you know, let's go and, you know, do some sacred massage courses. Then all of that, why is, is what I'm doing not okay? Am I not okay? What are you, what are you saying about me? What are, and we create a whole bunch of, um, you know, terrible drama, scenarios. Drama. Yeah. 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 We're Gosh, actually... We're cute. <laughs> yes, we are cute. Yes. <laughs> Oh my goodness, this is uh, such a bountiful body of work that you've stepped into, and I'm so glad that it's become uh, more commonplace for us to have these conversations. Mm. Everyone, you need to go over to Mayola's website, Mayola, M-Y-O-L-A, at eroticcoaching.com.au is her email address, eroticcoaching.com.au is her website. We're all out of time. Thank you so much, Paola, for, for being with us today and for everything you're thank creating you, in the world. Have thank an you, amazing, you. amazing life, um, making, bringing more pleasure into you and your body and, and create that orgasmic life. And absolutely check out these beautiful free gifts. Take care, everyone. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Open Mic Spotlight Radio Show. We will be here Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, continue to create you with joy and inspiration.